Drone Talks is an online platform to spread ideas and to educate in the drone ecosystem. At Drone Talks, we discuss technology, regulatory, business, and ecosystem topics openly with industry leaders to enable and foster innovation for a better future. Hi, everyone. I'm Esther Kovac, founder of Drone Talks, and today I'm talking with Leah Reich. Leah is leading the marketing and communication at Wing, and uh, she's focused on the UTM part. Hi, Leah. Hey, Esther. How's it going? Fine. I am really, really happy talking to you because you are my first female interviewer here at Drone Talks. So a special welcome to you. Thank you. You've done a great job pulling this together. I love the platform and you have already had some very esteemed guests. So I'm very thankful to join. Great. So my first question is that why drones? Can you give us some insights about your background and uh, and how, how did you come working with, with drones? So I had um, I had an interesting uh, parlay in my career into the drone space. Uh, so right out of college, I was given the opportunity to work at a, a not-for-profit uh, agency. And while I was working there, I met a gentleman who was part of the leadership team at that um, at that nonprofit. And you know, I'm just kind of doing my thing, creating social media content, <laughs> writing press releases, just doing it kind of the normal like entry level job stuff. And uh, this gentleman uh, took me out to lunch one day, and just kind of out of the blue, he said, "Hey." me and my brother-in-law are going to go start a drone company. Um, we have funding for it. Our headquarters is going to be in North Carolina in the U.S. And um, we'd love if you would come and help us kind of start telling the stories around how drone technology uh, is going to be uh, so beneficial for, for society in the future. And we just love if you would do it with us. And so I'm that point 23 I had never touched a drone really heard about drones outside of the military context and actually at that point a lot of people hadn't to be honest like the military uh, connotation was still was still extremely prevalent we didn't even say the word drone in our in our first like comms efforts we really talked about UAS but having the opportunity to get in the drone industry very early and see kind of the progression actually before we talked I was like looking at my pictures on my phone last night and like scrolling through back to like the beginning of my career and I have pictures of me out during the first um, NASA TCL1 trial in 2015 and like just looking back on that at this point and like seeing how far the industry has progressed in such a short amount of time is is really exciting so uh, I got into drones kind of unconventionally, but had the opportunity to grow my career at a, a commercial drone uh, software company. Uh, and then recently, just at the beginning of this year, uh, transitioned over to Wing, which is uh, a drone delivery company uh, based in, in California, and have just loved every second of seeing kind of a new side of the drone industry. So kind of my, my path before was working with a lot of um, end use cases around public safety and um, agricultural optimization and uh, infrastructure management um, and how drone data could be used to kind of optimize those workflows. And now I get to see this whole other amazing side of the drone industry based, you know, around sustainability and community engagement and, and helping uh, decrease traffic accidents in the future by deploying unmanned aviation. And what an interesting, new, fun, exciting side of the side of the story to be a part of. So while my 
entry into drones was probably a little unconventional. Um, I have now the honor of saying my entire career I've been in drones. So I feel like not many people have, not many people are able to say that. It's really impressive. And you know, I really, I really love the fact that you just jumped in it, you know. Uh, speaking about uh, community engagement and the society acceptance comes to my mind. So being in a communication role, can you please talk about uh, what opportunities do you see to shape how we talk about the new area of aviation that will require UTM? How can, how can we talk about on a way that uh, society acceptance is happening? It's a really interesting thing for us to consider. And so, so I mentioned like when we think about uh, the concept of all the amazing work that has been going on in the UTM space, uh, particularly over the past five years. I mean, I think it was five years ago when NASA kind of kicked off their first UTM research project. You started seeing companies like Wing and, and AirMap and others starting to provide these safety tools for the operator, the growing operator community. And, and all this work has been happening kind of behind the scenes. Uh, but what's funny to me is even as early as this year, I'm talking to reporters like relatively frequently about this topic. And one of the things that they keep saying back to me is, well, when is it going to be real? And like that to me is such a trigger of, are we not doing a good enough job as industry in telling the story about kind of the progress and the momentum that's being uh, made around UTM systems and UTM infrastructure around the world. And so, um, I, I think that there's really an amazing opportunity that we have today to kind of tell more clear, more precise stories around the research that's being done, the projects that uh, have been accomplished, the partnerships and the cross collaboration that's happening kind of country to country. I think there's a major opportunity for us uh, to do a better job of, of, of telling those stories, not just to regulators, but to the broader community. And we can do that by leaning into stories, right? And like that is what gets me really excited to, to come to work every day, is getting creative with how, with how we message some of this technology. I was thinking like a, a good example of that would be if you were to ask me, uh, what does Wing believe about the future of airspace? You know, I would probably have a pretty canned answer around like the fact that at, at Wing, we really believe that the UTM ecosystem is, is digital, it's collaborative, and it, it, it enables a very diverse range of drone operators to uh, communicate and fly safely with one another at scale. That's what we believe. Like that's truly what we believe about how the UTM ecosystem is going to evolve. But if I were to say that to a reporter, or I were to say that to uh, somebody in a community where drone is, uh, where Wings drones are doing delivery, or I were to say that to uh, like my grandmother, she's not going to necessarily understand what we mean, or like the path that it's going to take in order for us to get from where we are today to where we want to be five, ten years down the line, where drones are are, are widely accepted and, and ubiquitous technology. And so I think it's important for us to really think about how we can frame. Um, frame some of these stories in parallels that make sense to the broader community. Uh, and an example that we give, uh, that we like to give at Wing, and it's not one for one, but it helps people understand kind of the framework that we're leaning into, is the idea of uh, the ground traffic management system as well, right? So if you think about the roadways in the U.S. in 1900, 100 years ago, there were, you know, only several thousand vehicles on the roads. Today, when you think about the, the, the traffic infrastructure on the ground, there are millions and millions, I think almost 300 million automobiles on the roads in the U.S. today. 
And so how did we get from a couple thousand vehicles over a hundred year time period to having people drive many, many different types of cars, shapes, sizes, makes, models, kind of all over, all together, all at once. And the way that we did that was, you know, regulators understood we needed a new system. They set traffic laws that that made sense um, to enable the industry. They made sure that we had highway systems that um, allowed many different cars to operate in a system at one time. Um, they set uh, things like safety standards, so car manufacturers would understand kind of the, the safety standards that they had to comply with in their manufacturing process. So we all understood that, you know, a blinking light on the left means turning and a windshield wiper, if I'm, if I'm in a rental car and in a, in a, um, I understand the windshield wiper is in a certain place and I know how to turn it on. And so all that progress that was made in the ground, in the ground infrastructure there are parallels that we can draw from when we think about airspace today. So the idea of regulatory involvement and oversight, the idea of interoperability, the idea of investing in um, automation so we can support kind of this broad range of, of operations and, and systems uh, in the future. And so from a storytelling perspective, to, to answer more, more of your question, what, I'm, what uh, at the end of the day, what's important for us is making sure that we are communicating a lot of these principles in a way that the broader industry can understand. Um, and there is a place uh, and time to speak, you know, to regulators. Uh, and I think we also need to, to invest in doing a better job of speaking to the broader community. And so we can do that by investing more heavily in, in how we tell stories and how we draw kind of some of these parallels that make these complex ideas make sense. Collaboration is the key. And um, I was just wondering, what do you believe the industry can do a better job of to drive further collaboration and adoption. So how do you see, how can we enable it better? So I think nobody would dispute the fact that we have a very challenging job because we're trying to talk to many different um, stakeholders that all are a part of the UTM ecosystem. So we have regulators, we have drone operators and the different types of drone operators. We have ANSPs and government officials. And so that diversity of audience means, in my mind, one of the areas we can drive better collaboration is by, as industry, let's talk to our audience in the right way. It's kind of marketing 101 that you're not going to talk to everybody, every single one of your audiences with the same messages and the same campaigns. And we should do, I think, in my, in my mind, we can do a better job of that of communicating with our audience in ways that make sense to them, that enable that enable these stories to get told. I think from, from, from my standpoint, word of mouth is one of those areas that is, we shouldn't discount it. Um, let's make sure that we're building in with these communities and enabling um, stories to be told in a very effective way so that people can share communication with their peers. It shouldn't always be industry shouting to the world and saying kind of, here's what we've built, here's what we can do, um, here's what we can enable. Instead, let's work kind of in partnership as we're doing with regulators on the technology side and actually help build the stories that can let them kind of share their learnings with their peers, which is actually one of the kind of, the, in my mind, one of the key goals that we have as industry. We shouldn't be shouting at, at regulators. Let's enable them to actually be the ones to tell the stories because you're much more likely to trust your peers than you are to trust someone 
who might be not from your industry or have your same challenges or have your same same questions. And so I think that's something that we can do a better job of to drive collaboration is, is knowing our audiences and then speaking to them and enabling them in a way in a way that lets them tell the story for us. I cannot agree more, Leah. And you know, every single drone delivery, it doesn't really matter it wing or another one. I do believe that a story and the proof itself you know, technology is there, service is there, operations are out, and it supports the whole, you know, ecosystem, every single drone delivery. So I was just wondering, what are you most looking forward to seeing happen in the coming years? If you would have a magic ball, what would you see in it? Oh, that's a good question. Um... I'm not even going to try to predict five years in the future. I feel like there's no way that, that I can that I can look that far in the future. But I'll, I'll tell you what I'm most looking forward to about the next year. And for me, that is uh, being able to tap more into the drone operator community. I think that I actually saw an article this morning um, that was talking uh, about some of the some of the drone uh, software companies and uh, the drone database companies are having their best year to date in 2020. And like that to me is such a good sign of the fact that businesses are leaning into drones as a tool, which means we need more drone pilots, which means we need really simple, clear ways of helping them understand the airspace, understand the rules and regulations. And I think industry has an opportunity over the next year to make sure we are enabling the growing diverse community of drone operators with the tools that they need in order to be successful. I would say one of the things I'm most looking forward to is tapping more into the operator community where, where our USS is available, uh, Open Sky is available in Australia, um, and as that grows out to other countries as well. I want to make sure that, that we don't forget the underlying theme of like magic of aviation, right? I think every time you go out and fly your drone, and when I talk to our users as well, that's like the thing that comes up is, like there is a feeling you get, an ethos you get when you fly your drone of like joy and magic and excitement. And uh, that's something we should be aware of as we build technologies, as we build services. And we want more people to be able to have that, that amazing experience. And so at the end of the day, like that's what we're working towards um, from a UTM standpoint. I think that's what we're working towards even from a drone delivery standpoint is enabling everybody to, to have the joy and experience of aviation and bring, bring it to more people. And so I'm excited. We have a lot of work to do, but I feel like we're making amazing progress and being in the industry this long, seeing that the very amazing and intelligent people who are a part of it, um, I know that we're, we're very close. Like we're ready. We're almost there. We're, we're ready to see the industry be unlocked. Thank you, Leah. That's really exciting. And uh, thanks again for sharing your thought. It was a really unique perspective. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. And good luck with, with everything with Drone Talks. I know I, 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 we are in dire need, as we talked about intentional content, in dire need of content like this and people like you who are kind of pulling all the stories out of industry. So very excited to see how the platform grows. This podcast was brought to you by Drone Talks Online, a platform designed to spread ideas and educate in the drone ecosystem. Search for dronetalks.online to hear from more of our industry leaders and to find out how you can get involved.